Welcome back to Real Phonies, where we take a love for movies and television and combine it with very little knowledge about movies and television. I'm your host, Christian. Join with me, as always, are my co-hosts, Joseph. Yellow. And Jehu. This week to talk about the latest entry in the long-running Predator franchise, Dan Trackenberg's Prey. Yeah. New on Hulu. Listen, normally I know the cast of these things, but I'm going to sound really racist right now and say I, I don't know any of these people and I didn't look it up. I mean, to be fair, I don't think it, it's a lot of established names. Yeah, but at least I would have the decency to look it up and I, I don't. You're a real monster. Yeah. <laughs> I realize watching this. So, yeah, I always think of when I think of Predators, I think of Predator and Predator 2 and that's it. But this is functionally like the seventh movie in this franchise. And I realize I've seen every other one right. in the series. Right. I've seen Predator. I've seen the last 20 minutes of Predator 2, which I don't think counts as watching the whole movie. I mean, uh, you've seen Saw that counts. I saw the scene that counts uh, for that, a- will, that will relate to this movie. <laughs> I've seen AVP, but I have not seen AVP 2. And I watched Predators, but I did not watch Shane Black's The Predator. And now I've watched Prey. I think I've watched all of them, except for I've never watched either of the Alien versus Predator movies. I never watched the last one. And I don't know that I watched the one with Adrian Brody. I did watch two, and I've watched both Alien versus Predators. You know, uh, the Adrian Brody one's pretty good. I think that one's pretty good, too. People don't seem to care about it. I had a pretty good time with it. I would put it up high if we're ranking these. That one has Topher Grace and Lawrence Fishburne, too, in it, right? It's got a bunch of people in it. I think it's got um, Herschel Ali in it, if I'm remembering correctly. Well, guys, we're not here to talk about that movie. I, we could be. <laughs> so Prey follows a, I, I think, Comanche. Comanche, yep. correct. Uh, brother and sister who are on the hunt to figure out what is, I guess, you know, the predator torturing their, not just, not really the people of their tribe. I guess a few, I don't know, hard to get in specifics. There's a predator in the woods and they're trying to find it. Yep. I thought this movie was pretty good. I liked it. It's going to be hard for me to talk about it for 20 minutes, uh, but it was uh, a cool, fun take. And I would, Dan Trackenberg needs to make more things because everything he makes is fun and cool. And I would absolutely watch a series. Uh, you guys remember uh, the Deadliest Warrior show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, yes. do that, but just instead of making deadliest warriors fight each other, just have them fight predators. I 100%. mean, it's, it's important to note that that is the pro- plot of predators, but in this particular case, in, in the mo- in this movie, humans get the home turf. Oh, good point. That's the Adrian Brody one, right? They're all Correct. like super killers or something. Yeah, but, but like, like different kinds of super killers. Yeah, get you know, give me one in feudal Japan where he fights a samurai, and give me one where they like fight fucking fight leonidas or something like i'm down let's do that i I agree with that 1930s gangsters i mean put them in a high security prison like you know (laughs) just you know all kinds of shit like that one that's how i that's how you do this i don't get don't do any more where you try to build on the lore or up the ante instead the the sitting and the people that the predator versus are the new story i think that's the way to go agreed so just first off before we even press play on this movie, one hour and 40 minutes, already better than Transformers. <laughs> Great run time. I, before Great run. I even pushed the button, I decided I like this movie because it respected my time. <laughs> I can't argue with that. 
Look, I didn't I didn't like this movie that much. I thought it was okay. Uh, you know, I, I I get that it's it's Predator, but in a slightly different environment. I don't like that we picked the specific environment based on a very small, insignificant bit from Predator Two. But uh, I don't know. I, I just I felt like you could have done more fun things with it. Uh, but I think they just decided the setting was enough, and they definitely didn't feel like they needed to write anything for it. So I don't know. It was okay. See, I don't. I, I again. I feel like that is enough for a Predator movie. I feel like when we try to get more convoluted by making our characters more interesting or upping the lore, like Jehu said, I don't think the Predator holds up to that very well. But just saying, hey, it's a cool human fighting a Predator in a cool environment is all you need to make these movies fun. Yeah, almost everything I want to talk about in this movie would be talked about in spoilers, so... If we want to move on to that point, I'm fine. Let's do it. Let's do spoilers. Uh, I think I think one of my issues with this movie is it just makes the predator just seem like not a not a jerk, but just like he's he's definitely not scary. I, I've seen the internet make comparisons as like the the predator that lands on Earth is like the dentist that goes safari hunting, right. uh, and it, it's very much the same thing. Like there's no sport at any point in this entire movie. Uh, I, I, I just don't feel like I don't know it doesn't feel like a monster movie it just feels like a dumb shit who's like substantially more prepared more capable but is just an idiot and falls victim to his own stupidity see I, I now that I'm thinking about I can't think of a place where the movie pointed this to me but I guess I just decided at some point that the predator was going through the same story as the characters that we were following in this movie. This ah. was like the hunt to prove his manhood. I so that's you. why he was a little more inept than any <laughs> we had met before. I like that. That actually turns me around on it a bit. I didn't. That's way smarter, Hurt, than I think the movie is. 100%. I think uh, but I just, I kind of dug, I, I say dug. I understood this predator to be more feral. Like, it was not as well thought out. It was just more, like, it wasn't clever. It was just more instinct. It's just killing because it's supposed to kill. Right. And uh, it wasn't, like, setting traps. And I think I just took that to be either, A, they weren't, it was a weird dichotomy because I was like, why would this, like, animal-like creature have all this advanced tech? Right. But then I was also like, but it's also not the predators we see three or 400, you know, 300 years from now when we get the predators of the modern film you know whatever right. like timeline wise yeah, yeah yeah so can you guys guess what my favorite thing about this movie was besides the one hour and 40 minute time run no i have an idea but i don't i don't think it's... i'm not sure i loved fucking loved that quicksand was a plot oh yes we just want to talk <laughs> about that like i i don't know what stand-up it is i think maybe it's mulaney but it it was my it it was hearing my words come out of another person's mouth, which uh -huh. is the entertainment I grew up on led me to believe that quicksand was going to be a much bigger threat than it is. Absolutely, it seemed like something I was going to encounter all the fucking time, and I don't think I've ever seen it once. But I was really glad that I mean that was you know people throw around the term old school, but that was old school action shit. I like that. <laughs> I kept waiting for Lassie to run up. Yeah, I mean to the uh, to the old school action bit you're talking about, or 
I mean, I felt like this feels far more in line with Predator 1 than any other Predator movie we've had. Totally. Like, it, abs- it absolutely feels like it takes place in the same universe as yeah. Predator 1. Yeah, I, again, I think that was the smart thing this movie did. This thing, uh, they realized, hey, it's just get a, get a group of people that you respect and put them up against this thing. Joseph, tell us what you hated. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't tell know. us how you did. Tell us how you didn't like the Native American woman lead in this. Oh, look, I fuck. See, I was I, <laughs> you baited me, and I don't like that. Uh, well, I, I will to interrupt you. I will say one of the things I liked about her that you know people who don't usually like you know female leads in action movies. One of their big complaints is they can just do everything for no reason, and I liked that she couldn't. Her first attempt at almost everything was a disaster. Yeah. And that made the movie more interesting to me. I agree yeah. with that. I, I think she's really good at it. Uh, I, I think it, it. I don't think anybody does anything wrong in this movie. I think it's a perfectly like logistically sound movie. Uh, to, to your point, Christian, I do feel like uh, I think there's a way to do female action star where it's not just constantly turning to camera and being like women can be action stars, too. Uh, I felt like this movie was doing a lot of that, which I, I don't know. I like, I you know, I think like Aliens is a good example. I even fucking uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane, another Dan Trachtenberg movie, is yes. is a better is a better example. I think uh, this one was was a little ham fisted for me. On the absolute reverse note, count contradicting myself, I do love the fact that the other like hunting party members were like 80s era jock villains. Right. Uh, like just without the Letterman jackets. Right. They were outstanding. Yeah. I agree 100%. <laughs> they were just assholes for no reason. No <laughs> real motivation. Just because the story needed them to be assholes. <laughs> I did enjoy that. I've never like been one for the Mary Sue complaint. It's always just fucking stupid to me. Like, we never complain about Luke Skywalker and in two hours that guy goes from oxygen farm boy to destroyer of the Death Star and people don't make this complaint. Right, 100%. It doesn't bug me when it happens to women either and this movie is definitely, yeah, like, okay, you're gonna fucking complain anyway so I'm gonna make a movie doing exactly the thing you complain about and the point of that is you're still going to complain at the end. And I appreciate that. You show this movie to know who your friends should be and who they shouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> it's profiling 100%. Yeah. Are uh, there other things about this movie? It's really not. I don't feel like it's a really uh, rich vein to draw from. No, it's a fucking predator movie. It's a fucking predator movie. <laughs> That's all it is. And it's I, fine. So did this, this didn't go to theaters at all, right? No, no. I was say because it really looks like television, and I don't think that's bad. Television today still looks better than movies of the '80s, so it still looked like a good Predator movie. Yep, agreed. A lot of practical effects in this film. Um, I did see they CGI'd over the face, despite the fact that they had a practical, uh, yeah, a face, and the practical face looks sick as shit. Yeah, like, CGI is not oh, great in it, but it's I, on a Hulu budget. I do love, I do love the chopping off the mandible and stabbing him with it. That was top notch shit. Yeah. I did really like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, There's good violence in that movie. I there mean, is, there is some good violence in here. They don't shy <laughs> away from the blood. No, they like, do not. I felt so yeah. bad for that French dude. I really wanted him to make it. Right. He almost did. He was so fucking close. I know. He was very much. It, 
it shows that there, there's really no point in being the one guy, good guy in a group of assholes. Ride with assholes, you die with assholes. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, that's a good point. How, how has it taken us so fucking long, 30 years, to name one of these movies Prey? That's a good question. <laughs> We had we had to exhaust all of the plural and article variations of predator, predator. first. The predator. Predators. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure pre- at some point this was named like a predator. Yeah, 100 you know, percent like that. But, uh, I mean, I think it fits this one more than any of them since everybody in this was a hunter. Yeah. Yeah. I also I also, if you ask me which of these movies I will watch again, it will make my answer very easy. Predator and Prey. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. You should watch Predators, though. It's genuinely good. It is. I agree. Uh, the, I, I, look, I could pick on some other bullshitty things that I don't think are that important. But one of the things that did bother me, and I don't know if I know this movie was also shot in Comanche. So I don't know if there's like a corollary language wise. But it was weird that like one of the lines they decided was like the repeat lines of the movie was bring it home, which I don't know. Where like the, what the etymology there is? I've always assumed it was sports. I've always assumed it was like baseball, right? Uh, so it just it just seems like a really strange be like this is gonna be the the like important line between the brother sister relationship in this movie is a, a a sport that you've never heard of that hasn't been invented yet, right? Well, I, I will say uh, on that same note, the one time I really groaned in this movie is when the brother said, "I got this." Like, <laughs> I just don't feel like Comanche said I got this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe I'm yeah. wrong about that. I recently heard this guy speak about um, like cultural appropriation. He was Native American, and he was like, "Yeah, two things are offensive. Like when it comes to cultural appropriation, it's yeah when you you know when you steal our culture for your own values. Like, but number two is when you assume something is our culture and then you steal it anyway. So he used the example of like the concept of tribes and spirit guardians. He's like, these are things that white people put on native Americans. And now you use them and you're like, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be offensive. And he's like, and that was never our shit anyway. And so then the whole, the whole time I was watching this movie, I was trying to figure out what was cultural appropriation, what was authentic and what was something white people put on them. And it really just fucked up my brain the whole time. That's that's fair. I, I think it was best to not, try to figure that out right. i wasn't intending to but yeah. now it was in my brain yeah, Idiot yeah. christian would have just enjoyed it <laughs> right. but christian who's trying to be more socially conscious about these things was like <laughs> fuck how do i like this <laughs> am i an asshole for liking it yeah i i do i i, I will say now that we're re, I'm reliving it i keep thinking the the funny parts like the comedy moments in this this movie are quite good I think but I I loved the the they're tied to the tree and she's telling like the beaver story yeah right? it's great like it's such great build up for such a good payoff <laughs> uh, great yeah. great choice I meant to mention this earlier but I also think at some point the earliest draft of this script probably came from someone was possibly high watching the Revenant and thought. Man, this movie would be better with the Predator in it. I did think that several times in this movie. <laughs> yeah, definitely this movie would not exist if The Revenant hadn't happened. Well, Prey. Do we yeah, have anything? I think that's Prey. That's pretty good. I'm good with that. Yeah, I, we got more words out of it than I thought we would. Me, me too. See, considering, again, there wasn't much talking. Actually, there was so little talking in this that I kind of thought they could have just done it without words. Yeah, I thought that too. That, that would have been fucking cool. I would have really liked that. I mean, I want to watch the Comanche version because I feel like that would also be fucking cool. But yeah, I agree. 
Uh, yeah, so that's Prey. So I, I've been turned around better than Transformers. All right, good. Woohoo! You're right on. Uh, what have we watched in the past week, guys? Let's see. I watched a bunch of shit. Uh, I watched Secrets of Dumbledore finally. That's the best of those Fantastic Beast movies. It's pretty okay. Listen, I don't think any of them are great, but that one like is the first one I'm like, okay, I get why this exists. Yeah, better than Transformers. Mads is always great. Let's see, what else did I watch? Oh, I watched Hellboy 2019. And listen, if that movie came out in 2006 and the other two Hellboys didn't exist, I would be totally fine with that movie. It's, detri- it's detriment is that none of those things are true. Right. Um, David Harbour is great. I-, I will say this, a little bit of a rabbit trail here. I when I read Hellboy comics, I don't always I don't really read Hellboy as an idiot. I read Hellboy as a guy who's put up defenses to try to settle the difference between his destiny and who he wants to be. So he has like the way he deals with things is maybe making a quip or, you know, relying on muscle versus brains. But I don't read him to be an idiot. But that Hellboy is stupid in that movie. Uh, And I I don't necessarily agree with that. Her, You can tell me I'm wrong. No, Um, I know you had it perfectly. Hellboy wants to be one of like the working class guys and he isn't. And that's, you know, that, but he's never an idiot. He just, he would like to, to be simpler than he is. Yes. And so he has these, like, when I, again, when I read it, what I see as like defenses and walls he puts up to protect himself or to deal with the shit he's dealing with, they say as this guy's a moron. And I just don't, I just agree with that. Right. Uh, but again, if it were 06 and GDT had never made a Hellboy movie, I'd be pretty pleased with that one. Um, and finally, uh, well, we'll probably talk about She-Hulk. I watched the first episode of She-Hulk, and I really dug it. But it seems to be a wide variety of opinions on the internet. Um, That's it for me. Well, let's see. This week, uh, I also have watched a lot of stuff. Uh, uh, right out of the gate, uh, something I was really worried about not liking, Sandman. I fucking love. It's so goddamn good. Everything I was worried about it was the opposite of what it was. It's not just another show. It's better than almost anything you'll watch. I was worried about a lot of the casting. I think the previews they chose led me to worry about that, particularly with Death. Death in the previews seemed way more aggressive than Death should be, and that casting is actually perfect. It's just a great show. Every episode has a sort of standalone, almost monster of the week sort of take, but a really good monster of the week take. But there's also an overarching story and there's sort of two stories in it. There's like a first half of the season and a second half of the season. And it all just plays out perfectly. Uh, I mean, I just can't say enough good things about this. I, uh, I'm, uh, you know, after it was over, I was bummed I didn't have any more to watch. And then they dropped another episode, which I haven't got to watch yet. So I'm really excited about that, too. I think it's probably the best series I've watched since Watchmen. You know, it's that's it's that's that uh, quite an endorsement. Yeah. Anybody who hasn't watched it really should. It's uh, I hope it gets renewed because it's it's very, very good. I'm having a hard time saying anything about it, except it's just awesome. It's hard to talk about things that you just unequivocally love and this is a very very good show 
I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm curious about it because I I don't know anything about like the Sandman comic. The trailer didn't grab me, but if if you're saying it's good, I might give the first episode a shot. The trailer does not do it justice. Sarah also had never read a Sandman comic before, and she says it might be her favorite show ever. Wow. So, uh, yeah, it's it's really really good. I, I, the only casting misstep I think is maybe uh, Gwendolyn Christie. That's her name, right? The tall lady from. That's correct. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just don't get the right feel for her for Lucifer. But also, I think they might take Lucifer in a different direction in this, since essentially the right direction that Lucifer goes in the comic has already had an entire series based on that. So other than that, I think it's really great. You know, there are superhero elements that they dance around in this without using. I also think it's interesting that it doesn't have any DC labeling on it. It only has Warner Brothers labeling. Maybe that's why it's good. I don't know. Probably uh, to a benefit right now. Right, totally. So, uh, I also watched the newest season of Umbrella Academy, and man, this is a really good show that I think just has bad timing. It always comes out at the same time as a comic-related show that's just way better. The second season came out around the same time as Watchmen, and this came out around the time same time as Sandman, and Sandman's just a lot better. But this is very good, too. You know, they, they change around a lot of the characters this season. Uh, they sort of loosen Luther up and make him from the least interesting character to kind of the most funny guy, fun guy on the show. Uh, I won't spoil, but one of the characters straight up turns heel in it, and it's, uh, I won't say it's, I won't say I enjoyed it, but it definitely had its desired effect. Like, every time this character was on screen, me and Sarah were just fucking pissed. So, uh, yeah, that also, better than Transformers. Uh, I liked that a lot. I guess that's it. That's really the two things I, I did this over this time, but I recommend both. Well, we've all been really busy bees this past week yeah. or so. Because I also have more things that I'm going to be able to talk about, I think. So I'm going to have to have to pick things. Uh, I'm going to start with some some games that I played recently. I bought and finished a game called A Short Hike on PS4. I think it's on other platforms also. Uh, I did a bad job pitching it to Christian when I last saw him. So I'm going to try it and, and, and hone my pitch this time. It's like a mix of the uh, free fly portion of Pilot Wings and... Animal Crossing, I think. Uh, you're just, you're mostly just trying to hike up a, a mountain, like a trail, and there are people on the trail, and you do little things for them, little quests and gathering things, and uh, it's just very relaxing. Yeah, the whole the main part of the story can be accomplished in like two hours, uh, but it just I don't know. It it was very uh, escapist for me. It I, I felt very taken out of the rest of my my concerns and worries in life. So I recommend it if if uh, you're looking for something like that. Uh, on the exact flip side of that, I played uh, another game called Little. Oh fuck! What is it called? Is it Little Nightmares? That's what it is. Okay, I always want to call it Little Monsters, and then I realized that's like a Lady Gaga album. I think <laughs> uh, Little Nightmares, which is a horror puzzle game. Which really works, like, aesthetically, it's really fucking good. Like, it's really cool looking. The problem with the horror puzzle game is it's scary until you have to do it, like, five times. <laughs> right. Uh, I, I remember, just, especially, like, the, at the very outset, like, I, I had just been going this very, like, long stretch of, like, okay, this is a really creep, creepy atmosphere. I'm, like, in it. And then it's like a front-facing 3D game. So, like, depth is kind of difficult. And I had, they had to, like, jump a gap 
and I kept falling in, <laughs> into like the void. And it's like, well, motherfucker, this is really like taking me out of the immersion. You didn't really need me to do this. Right. Uh, but it's good. It's really good. Uh, it was like four, five bucks on on uh, the PlayStation Store. But it's it's very much somebody watched, uh, spirited away, and said, "What if this was all horror?" And it works. Like that's a that's a great premise. Yeah. So uh, I uh, I recommend that. Also better than Transformers. And the last thing, because uh, like I can't go a week without talking about anime. It would be. I don't know, sacrilegious. Uh, I'm watching a show, it's an old show, called Black Lagoon. It's uh, kind of Cowboy Bebop, but without the space. It's it's a, a band of, of mercenaries slash, you know, illicit, like, delivery men, <laughs> essentially, just doing various crimes and criminal-related activities, but they're all, like, lovable scoundrels with kind of good hearts and also kind of not good hearts and there's a lot of violence and a lot of like everything's just cool and whatever it's it's definitely like it doesn't have the soundtrack of cowboy bebop it doesn't quite capture the same atmosphere uh but i think it does a little bit better on the character front like the actual like our main cast is developed better than cowboy bebop so if that's something that you're interested in i think it's pretty good so far it is it's dark for sure, it's it's probably darker than Cowboy Bebop, so it's it's you might need something lighter around it on either side, but it's good, and I think that's it. I think that's uh, it. I, I will say one thing: with the new Lord of the Rings show coming out in a month or in like two weeks or whatever, I'm back on my Lord of the Rings shit. Yep. And I I did watch the three films, but I watched the regular version, not the extended edition, because I haven't done that in God probably a decade. Right. Yeah, shit still holds up, guys. I mean, it's just the best. It's the best fucking trilogy of movies ever. Like, it just is so good. I have nothing to say other than whatever you're doing this afternoon, you should not do that and just watch Lord of the Rings instead because it will be a better day. I'm about. I was about to say. I mean, look, we are we are uh, at a slow season for content. It's it's definitely not like not a lot of stuff is getting released right these days. Do we want to do something Lord of the Rings related as a, a pretense before the Lord of the Rings show comes out? I, God, I, that would be, that. I would be so into that. But what <laughs> would be more interesting, us just raving about Lord of the Rings are actually arguing about how Desolation of Smog is not the freaking <laughs> best. <laughs> you know what? We might be able to get Ian back for that. <laughs> Ian might come back just to be on my side uh-huh. about Desolation of Smog. <laughs> We'll workshop it. Yeah, we'll figure something out. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, please rate, subscribe, tell your friends about the podcast. Uh, you know, we'll do something next week, as we always do, or sometimes yeah. we don't do. I don't know. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, if you want to tell us your opinions about prey, or uh, <laughs> if you want to be on the wrong side of history with me about female-led action movies, <laughs> you can reach us at realphonesgmail.com. I, uh, you know. If we have any listeners, I would love to hear what people think would be a good setting for a Predator movie. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that. Yeah, Uh, I love the the mobster idea. That's a that's a really good one. You can reach us at realphonies@gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter at realphonies on Instagram, real underscore phonies. Thanks, Zach Evans, for our and Brian Velasquez for our theme. We'll see you guys later. Later.